Liam Neeson drives the airport so that the he's sign... He's like, I know a shortcut. He's like, I know a shortcut, which is such, like, a movie thing that, like... <laughs> like it really is, like, like, what shortcuts are there to the freaking <laughs> airport? It's yeah, like, like, you have to take the fucking freeway anyways. Like, exactly, it's like, there's, there's an exit. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ass. I've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I drink your milkshake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I'm your host, Ethan Colburn. Welcome back. Welcome to part three of four of our Christmas series. I'm excited to bring this one to you. This is just one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's such a classic. I just love Love Actually. Um, I kind of grew up with it, and uh, it's it's just a really, really charming movie. So I, I hope you guys also really enjoy this episode. I had my friend... Um, josephine on who i've known since we were tiny i mean like our dads are our, our, our dads went to kindergarten together so i've known um and they're still really good friends and so i've known her for ages uh and then her sister was in the room so i asked her sister if she wanted to pop on at the very end so if you hear another voice that's um matilda coming on at the very end uh, I had a great time chatting with her as well. I'll have to have her on for a full podcast at some point. Um, we drank uh, Bailey's hot chocolate, which is like fantastic. Uh, it's it's along with m- mold wine. It's a great way to stay drunk and warm during the holidays. Uh, lovely. I wouldn't recommend having too much of it. It's a lot of like dairy and alcohol, like in large amounts. Uh, don't mix well, but. It's a it's a really fun drink and and I enjoy it. Uh, if you want if you want um, a recipe for that, head to my Instagram at uh, CineflexPod. Um, thank you to Milo for adding a quote to our intro song. You may if you listen to our intro a lot, you may notice uh, that we have added the as as far as I can remember. I've always wanted to be a gangster from Goodfellas. It just occurred to me that I've never actually done any of the movies from my intro song the movies that i quote in my intro song so i'll have to change that at some point but uh thanks to milo for adding that you can listen to him on the grand budapest episode or the uh james bond episode i hope you're enjoying this christmas series stay tuned later this week for die hard uh with lexi which uh should be a lot of fun for everyone i hope you enjoy and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Love is all a r- oh, fuck, wank, bugger, shitting, ass, head and hole. Start again. I feel it in my fingers. In my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Christmas is all around me, and so the feeling grows. Josephine, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's so good to finally have you on the podcast. We've been we we've been talking about this 
for a while, so it's good to finally get you on. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be on here. I am excited to be talking about one of my favorite movies of all time, probably. And a I great movie for the holiday season. Yeah. No, I, I didn't realize that you love this movie so much. Um, I love this movie. Yeah, it, yeah. Makes, it, 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 it makes sense. It's a great movie. I just, I didn't, I didn't know that about you. It's another, it's another thing we have in common other than um, like our dads are best friends and we use French accents when we get really drunk. I think, and, and we both love love actually. That's probably. Those are the three things. Those are the, those are the, nothing else. Those are the three things. Um, (laughs) What was the first time you saw this movie? And what was like your first experience with it? I, I can't say because Love Actually is the movie that my family would watch every year when mm-hmm. it was like holiday season. So I think the reason that I love it so much is because I just probably watched it from like, you know, whatever year or like the year after it came out and just every year up until now. Like I, wa- I watch it. The only year I didn't watch it was last year. And so, so then I like had this freaky moment where I was like, oh my God. Like, did I forget it? But then when I watched it recently, I still could recite a lot of the words. So I was like, okay. But yeah, it's got, a, it's got like a lot of just like iconic moments in it is part of it. Just like, there's so many like iconic scenes or so many things that, you know, you just like cite packed to this movie. I genuinely, I think, I think of all the movies that we've done, this might be the one that I just genuinely don't understand when people don't like. I just, I don't get it. There's people that yeah, don't like this movie. I don't understand that. I definitely had more um, kind of points of irritation when I watched it this time around because I think oh. I was with a little bit more critical eye and I was like, oh, but then I was like, it was 2003. You know, time Well, are you change. talking about the fat shaming where she's like not fat? Wait. The fat shaming and some weird pervy comments. And then also um, the best friend that is in love with Kira Knightley. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, for sure. I just thought, like, I used to think that was so cute and sweet and endearing. And then I watched it this time around and I was like, whoa, like, you haven't even talked to her that much. And that's your best friend. Like, it sucks that you have feelings for her. But also, like, you need to reel it in, boy yeah that that's that's, yeah it's a lot i mean that's that 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 it's it's like the one scene that everyone cites in the movie is the scene where he's got the cards and everything i i think the thing that really shocked me this time that i totally forgot about is i'm like why does she run after him and kiss him like that's just gonna make him love you more and you're married to his best friend why would you just like run after him and kiss him that's just gonna like lead him on for longer doesn't seem smart yeah although i did appreciate like when he was walking away he said all right that's enough like to himself and i was like yeah that is enough dude you gotta fucking stop like that's your best friend's wife you know yeah like weird enough enough it was weird (laughs) it was enough it was apparently he wrote those signs himself I read that when I was reading random articles about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like, I read that, too. Apparently, the art department wrote them, and then he was like, I can do that. Um, <laughs> he was like, I learned how to write in school. <laughs> I can write as well. So uh, so he wrote them. 
Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to like attempt to uh, maybe just go through the characters and explain how they're related to each other? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Just give it a uh, shot. Uh, let's just yeah. let's just see how far you get in terms of like a loop of characters here. Okay. Okay. Or however let's- you want to do it. How do I want to do this? Um, <laughs> um, let's see. So, okay, Hugh Grant, he is the prime minister. And then the, his kind of partner pair is Natalie, the actress is Martine. Um, and she works for him as like a works something in the house. And it's so kind of a Monica Lewinsky one, thing. Kind of based off the Monica yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of based off that, yeah. Um, and then his sister is, um, what's her name? Emma Thompson. And then yeah. she is married to, uh, what's, what's his Alan name? Rickman. Uh, Alan Rickman, yeah, yeah. So Snape is in it. So she's married to Alan Rickman, and but he is having like an emotional affair slash maybe it's more than that, but we you know but we never, never see really it. saw any evidence for that, but right definitely it's like a not good situation kind of yeah. love yeah. Um, with his secretary and then another woman who works at their workplace, Katie is Laura Linney. Yeah, Laura Linney. Yeah, thanks. Um, is really into one of their other coworkers who is incredibly good looking. Yeah. And beautiful and that? sort of foreign. Rodrigo Santoro. Yeah, I think he's Brazilian. Oh, that, 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 that's like yeah. a super appropriate name for him. Just, yeah, Carl. He's just sort of like, yeah, well, yeah, I think that makes more sense than Carl. Why did they have to call him Carl? <laughs> Carl? I don't know. Um, so, okay, and then how is Laura Lynn? I think she's friends with, like, Colin Firth and, like, Kira Knightley and the other... Because you know what the ending scene? Like, they're all, like, in the airport together, and they're all like, oh, we're friends. Yeah. Is you know Colin I mean? Firth her brother? Maybe? Uh, no. Or are they bu- Her brother buds. is, like, has some type of mental illness and is in a... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not, that's not really... Remember... Yeah, yeah, I remember that, but okay, so yeah. yeah. And then so and then they're Carl- friends with Yeah, I think they're just friends with like Jamie who's Colin Firth and Juliet who's Kieran Knightley. And then Colin Firth's brother or or his wife cheats on him with his brother. And then he like comes oh, home yeah. early. And then that's what at the very him beginning to, of the movie. At the very beginning of the movie, and that's what triggers him to go to the south of France to write a novel in a beautiful place on the water with a little like it's gorgeous. It's such a gorgeous little house. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and he meets his, you know, love actually there. Her name is Aurelia, and she is so beautiful. She's so and cute. And she just like works in the house for him, but she doesn't speak English and he doesn't speak Portuguese. And it's funny. And also it's like, how are they communicating that well with each other when they don't speak each other's language? It's all body but language. That, that's a very 
conversation yeah, is ninety percent body language. Like, clearly, they've got the chemistry. They got the they got the pheromones, you know, in between. Oh. Oh, and you know it's real because they can't even understand each other, and it's so real. It's right yeah. there. Oh, I it's love like that couple. You're like, yeah, me too. I think they're my favorite, honestly. Okay, yeah, and um, then and then there's the Kira Knightley Andrew Lincoln thing. Yes, and so yeah, we kind of talked about that. But she is married to Peter, and then Peter's best friend is in love with her. And um, then there's Bill Nighy, who is isn't connected to anyone but plays this like old rocker who yeah. has a number one single that he hates. And, uh, and, and then it's like the weird guys that head to America who are like, Wait, the but king. also you need to say his partner is his manager. Oh Joe, yeah. Who's who they have sort of sweet. a bromance with. They have, they have like, sort of a bromance and he also makes a lot of like fat jokes about him, which annoyed me, but constantly. I was like, constantly. <laughs> like, and I was like, so okay, like, let's chill with this. But <laughs> yeah. So there's them. And then, yeah, them, the guy who goes to America to like find some hot women to have sex with. And it has like and, a foursome, a five. So yeah. And has a he just, he just flies to Wisconsin gets a taxi at the airport says take me to a bar shows up and then meets four women and they're like we're too poor to afford pajamas (laughs) (laughs) and it's like oh yeah that is what america is like you know yeah go to any bar (laughs) that's what's gonna happen you'll find some hot women that are too poor to afford pajamas who like british accents i was gonna say and then we have sam um the little boy and his so his mom had just died and so his dad is played by liam neeson and sam is in love with this girl that is goes to school and then joanna joanna yeah and then he gets really into playing the drums and honestly they have a very like sam and his dad have a very just super sweet endearing relationship and they like watch oh, the titanic together and like, i love the relationship love so and it's just like oh my god this is adorable i know and they say at one point that he's the stepdad which i only noticed this watch uh which also makes it even more sweet that he oh, kind of yeah. took him took him in i only noticed that this time around yeah, uh and then the only other one that that we should bring up is the couple who are like the body doubles for the sex scene <laughs> oh, yeah. who yeah, who just like are naked them. in front of each other and then and then they um they sort of uh hit it off after their like casual conversation while they're like yeah. pretending to fuck each other uh it's it's adorable it is and it's also just like i think probably a, a fairly i mean actually i have no idea but i would guess that it's a fairly realistic portrayal of what actually working on a porn set is like like not very sexy like cameras people everywhere like oh can you put her you know your hand yeah. there or whatever and it's yeah. just like really funny it is and then it, they're it like is talking hilarious. about the traffic they're like oh <laughs> so you know it's like completely jam jam-packed this morning or whatever that was the first time i saw um boobs in a movie was uh was was when she just takes her top off um i was in france i was staying at my cousin's apartment and my parents went to bed early because they were jet lagged they're like oh we'll just throw on love actually and me and thomas were sitting there and we we're just like 
Like what? <laughs> I didn't know that could happen in a movie. <laughs> You're like, what? It's like, what? And then also like not really having a good idea of what sex was. It was just a, like, I was like, why are they doing this? Is this something well, that like, happens like, on? They're also up against a pillar. So like she's yeah. leaning on a pillar and then, yeah, he's behind her. And then it's like, they have their clothes on, but then she just only has her, po- it's just like. So yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, like, like I could tell it's weird because they're acting awkward about it, but also like, you don't know how much of that is like stuff that adults do. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what it's going to be like. I was like very confused. I mean, I knew it was like a movie set, but I was like, like, I, I don't know. I was just very confused by it, but uh, it was a, it was a very shocking scene for a young Ethan. Yeah, that's a memorable. Do you, do you want to know what my first time that I remember seeing boobs on on the screen was? Absolutely. Um, Wedding Crashers. Oh. Just that opening yeah. scene is literally not the opening scene, but one of the first scenes in the movie is just a bunch of girls like falling onto beds at different weddings, and like they're all topless. And I remember being <laughs> scarred. Like, <laughs> what in the actual fuck is going on? And yeah. It was like, that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. It's uh, not an accurate description of weddings, probably. Probably. Not. For a young, young Josephine. Um, wh- okay, so, like, it's a lot when you say it out loud. Like, I think, the, what, what, I, I, I think this movie does a really effective job at sort of craving all these storylines t- together such that you're never, ever confused while watching this. And you feel like you kind of get enough of all the story like it just it's i i i feel like ensemble cast movies can usually seem shallow but like with this one they just they they did a good job building things to like the appropriate in 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 the appropriate way and um and juggling all these storylines i just thought it was i i just i i I think they did an especially good job in this movie to Chuggling the storylines. I think it's the best ensemble cast movie. Ensemble cast rom-com, I should say. Yeah, I agree. And I think they did a really good job showcasing a bunch of different types of love. Mm -hmm. Like, you've got sibling love. You've got with um, Laura Lenny and her brother. And you've got, like, kind of more brotherly friend love with Bill Nye and his manager. And then you've got like actual romantic love. in a few of the stories you've got like um, the, you know, the guy who's in love with his best friend's wife, where it's kind of like, Oh, you know, this is unfortunate type of love, but you need to move on. Yeah. You've got like deceased love with Liam Neeson in love with his wife who died. You've got like cheating, you know, it's just like so many different, it's like a lot of feelings, definitely like a good movie. If you're, if you need to cry. Because, you know, it's a lot. But apparently they had two other, like, couples or, like, stories that they wanted to include, but they ended up cutting them because it would have been a lot. That makes sense. It's already a lot. I think it would have been, like, a same-sex couple, which would have been, like, kind of cool. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know about that. That would have been cool. So I was thinking more like a draft. It would be fun um to either draft characters or maybe just couples like maybe storylines i feel like they kind of come as pairs right 
Yeah, so maybe but, we should draft like the couples. But also, there. some of them like are three, like um, Alan Rickman, and then his secretary and his wife. That's like a three pair. Yeah, so you could draft three out of like three of those. I hate, and one out of the three of those I love. So right i mean we can draft storylines then you want to do like storylines like do units you know okay sure so if you want to start you're welcome to start okay i will happily i'm gonna take colin first and um oh, damn you my, <laughs> why did you have to do that oh i was gonna be my first pick i thought i thought um i thought you go a different direction and i thought oh I, yeah I feel like I already, I already said that they're like my favorite couple. I know. I just thought you'd take Hugh Grant. I don't know. I I mean, I think Hugh Grant is great in the movie, but I don't think it's like, oh, this is Hugh Grant's movie. You know? It's true. It's, like, it's no, true. It's not his movie. Okay. So please rant first about why Colin Firth and Aurelia is so beautiful, and then I will take up my um, tote box after you. Okay. So, stepping onto my soapbox now. Um, first of all, it starts off like Colin Firth is just absolutely betrayed, you know? Yeah. Cheated on wife and brother. That's like kind of the worst as it can get, you know? Yeah, for sure. He's like, okay, I'm going to go be a writer. And I have a typewriter because, it's, you know, this is me. And I'm wearing a lot of sweaters in the south of France. Like, okay, here I am. <laughs> and then. He has this beautiful Portuguese like helper around his house and she's like making him tea and there's scenes where he's got like fucking four tea mugs and it's like, bro, just reuse the same tea mug. But that's not relevant to their love. Um, no, but that's like, a like, that's a really relevant comment. I, 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 wasn't, I, she was like, I wasn't thinking like, about that. <laughs> all this stuff and I was like, who just uses stuff? I mean, you know, it's just hot water. Like, you no, you just take the mug back and yeah, you make take it the mug bag, tea. like put it in a different tea bag. I mean, I don't think that's so ridiculous, but no, I agree. it's cute they have all these moments where she's like cleaning up and he's like trying to get around her and then they're like oh bump oh bump and it's like oh my god they have so much chemistry you know and yeah. and they always not always but in the movie they're talking to each other and they're saying the same things but in their own languages or he says like oh my favorite part of the day is when i drive you home and then she says I hate to leave you, and also your driving is horrible, or something like that in Portuguese. <laughs> and it's just so funny. Oh and my god. It's kind of, I mean, since the movie is an ensemble, you don't get to really see the relationship build as much. It kind of like, you see it at the beginning, and then there's the lake scene, which is probably my favorite scene in the movie, if I had to pick one. Which where... also, by the way, I just want to say quickly that the lake was 18 inches deep i know <laughs> and so they were just like they were just like leaning over being like oh like pretending Honestly, that's great for for those who haven't watched it they're basically colin firth is typing outside and it's super windy and he's got yeah. all these rocks on his he only has one copy of his book which is already stupid and then she comes out with another mug of tea and oh like you know puts it down and then manages to like take up the rock that's holding all the papers down like the paperweight and then all the papers like fly into the lake and then she's like oh my god i don't know and so she i must strip in slow-mo i must strip in slow motion to dive into the lake 
Apparently, there were like 18 sets of underwear and bras that they looked at for this scene. Because they <laughs> had to like decide on the right color, which I think is hilarious. That makes and sense. And she dives into this lake. And she's like, fuck, it's cold. And then they're like swimming around, grabbing all these wet papers. And it's like, obviously, it's gone. You know, you're not going to like revive a wet piece of paper. But he jumps into and there are eels in the lake, but it doesn't end up being a big deal. And then they, like, have coffee or hot tea together afterwards, and it's like... You can just tell they have chemistry, you know? And they're just Ugh. both such sweetie pies that you're like, oh my god, you know? And then... Colin Firth like, is such a sweetie pie. Such, and... Should I just finish their whole... Yeah, yeah, go for okay. it. Okay, okay, cool. And then, basically, so they like do that for a few weeks, but he's only there for, like, a short amount of time and then he goes back to england before christmas and she kisses him on their last day together Aww. and then he just stands there like he doesn't even know what to do with himself and he walks back to his car like an and then idiot gets, like, a minor fender bender and you're like bro colin run after her or drive yeah. you have a car you know like so you dumb. can see her still like just go yeah and honestly props to aurelia for you know making that move because what the fuck, Colin? Because what would he have done? Nothing. Nothing. She still did when she made a move. Though he redeems Though himself he, at okay, yes. the end. At the end, he shows up with all of his Christmas presents from Port from Spain, which is like <laughs> I don't know if you just remember the scene where they're putting them in the trunk of the car, but he had brought just like a bunch of wine and like garlic. Like so much garlic. What? Did you yeah, and oh. he's like a scene where they're putting it in the car, and he like has those like huge things of yeah, garlic. Yeah, that garlic thing. It's just like, is this why when he's going to his family's house? Yeah, that's when he's going to his family's house. Okay, and that's so weird. Well, it's probably they, for the vampires. Pro- yeah, honestly, but, a good point. I think there are a lot in London. Yeah, there's a lot in that 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 part of the world. There's just a lot of vampires in Europe in general. So that's that's true. Definitely, it's kind of a required holiday decor continue yeah so he gets to his family's house for christmas eve he (laughs) knocks on the door shows up with all of his vampire gifts and then he's like logic he never mind and he's like oh wait like i have to go i just realized that part of that is because he sees his brother oh because like his brother is standing in the back and he's like oh i didn't expect you to be here like like i realized that that's part of what triggered it because it always seemed weird to me otherwise yeah you know that makes a lot of sense i didn't notice that but that makes a lot of sense but also also, you would expect to see your brother there anyways well i don't know it sounds like he hasn't processed much of it because he basically you know so then he's like i'm dipping and he gets a taxi goes to heathrow he's like i'm flying to go see her i think it's about a two-hour flight he lands he gets in a taxi he goes to her house, opens the door, and he tells this man, like, I want to marry your daughter. And then this man's like, oh, her? And then it's Aurelia's sister, and that's, like, a comic point in the movie. It's like, haha, not her. And then they're like, okay, Which we're going to so go find her. Which is so mean to her sister, too. It's like, they are mean like, to her sister, too. It's, like, really not nice. <laughs> um, and then they're like, oh, she's working. First of all, I was like, not that many people are working on Christmas Eve, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyways, so then they're walking through the town and they just gather this group of people because they're like, oh, like he wants to marry Aurelia. But like as the crowd 
like builds and builds. <laughs> Someone's like, "What? What's going on? Like, this man is going to kill Aurelia." Like, I love, cool. I love that crowd that just like follows him into the restaurant. It's so funny. And then they go to the restaurant where she's working. And they're like in the front door of the restaurant, and she's serving up some table upstairs. And then she looks over, and she's like, "What is? What is he doing here?" And then he starts speaking Portuguese to her because oh I forgot this part when he goes back to London he starts he learns Portuguese, Portuguese. so they can communicate sweetie like, oh, <laughs> pie also good because what kind of relationship is gonna work if you can't communicate makes, good, right? makes a lot of sense yeah makes makes a lot of sense very practical so then it's like romantic romantic and then he proposes to her and then she responds in English and you're like girl you were also taking lessons they love were taking this. lessons for each it. other. Oh, we're so putting great. in that work for each other, you know. I love it and so then much. Yeah. They kiss and <clears throat> it just is happiness. Like I think they're just such a feel-good couple. And it is very much like a, you know, quick romance, but they clearly have the chemistry. They started <laughs> to put in that work. So I feel like yeah. I'm, you know, <clears throat> confident in saying that they're my favorite. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think they're my favorite as well. And um, I think the thing with them is, like you said, it's a, it's a real good couple. And I think there's a lot of, like, bittersweet in this movie, which is part of what makes it good. But it's nice that you just get, like, a pure love story in it that just, like, works out and is beautiful and everyone's, like, so happy with it with them whereas like i mean there's other excuse me there's other love stories in this movie like with the prime minister but i don't think i don't think they're quite as as pure and just like passionate as that one yeah and they also this one is just the most normal feeling in certain ways because there are so many awkward moments Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you know whereas yeah, yeah. With the prime minister it's like well he's he's the prime minister like cannot relate yeah you know? and it seemed a little ridiculous in parts the prime minister stuff my yeah my next favorite okay. is um are liam neeson and the boy separate because i'm going to do the boy and his girl like, can i can i lump no, liam I neeson into together. that yeah you should lump okay because liam neeson doesn't really have a relationship except with claudia schiffer who pops up at the end but like so so yeah, so like his liam, ex-wife. well i would say like with his son is the well yeah yeah son, I guess. yeah so so Great sam choice. so sam and his dad talking about love having just deep conversations about love i i, I love the moment where like Liam Neeson is like, oh, you're in love? Like, ha, ha, ha. And then he's like, it's not funny. And then from then on, Liam Neeson takes it like so seriously. He, like takes it as seriously as, as, as his son does because like he realizes it's a way to connect with him. And he like treats him in such an adult way. And he just like, he just loves this kid so much. And then, and then the kid, um, and then the kid learns to drum and he has to like listen to this like drumming all night and shit. And then... At the end, he drums for the girl of his dreams, and she points at him and goes, all I want for Christmas is you. And then she goes, and you, and you, and you. And he's like, oh, no, because like I thought it was me. And then yeah. she drives off to the airport, but, uh, but 
he didn't say he loved her yet. So Liam Neeson drives to the airport so that the He's like, I know a shortcut. He's like, I know a shortcut, which is such like a movie thing that like, <laughs> like, it really is like, like <laughs> what shortcuts are there to the freaking <laughs> yeah. airport? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> you have to take the fucking freeway. Anyway. It's like, exactly. It's like, there's, there? there's an exit. It's not like a magic. Yeah. So. yeah. Which I mean, he knows like the a... shortcut. They got there quickly. But it seemed like, yeah. Okay. Anyways, they got, they got to the airport and, yeah. um, and of course it's like post nine 11. So you can't go to the gate. But um, Rowan Atkinson Which shows also, up can, to save the day. Can we address the 9-11 quote at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, we can address that. I thought that was really weird. It felt really tacked on. I get what they were trying to do with like airports because I think, I think part of it was like they have a big airport scene and I think there was still a lot of fear around like air travel in general. Yeah, I guess it was like really, really. It um, was, yeah, it was like a like year right and a half later like two, or yeah, something. Yeah. Two years. But um it did i guess the, it just hasn't aged that well i just felt tacked on was the 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 quote i actually liked the people the people kissing in the gate and stuff and i think the attempt was to do what they were doing the rest of the movie which is sort of contrast love with sort of hate in the world i think yeah. that's what they were trying to do uh, yeah it just it, it's sort of jarring when you hear that you're like why are we talking about 9-11 now yeah, I guess that was my reaction. I was like, "Whoa, I don't remember this." Oh, so. yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I remember that. They, 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 they did film real people in the airport and then asked for their permission to be in the movie. Very. Cute. Anyways, okay. Sam so runs. To, yeah. Sam dramatically runs to the airport. This makes me cry every time. No, like, like no matter what mood I'm in, uh, just him sprinting through the airport and that gorgeous theme playing, which. By the oh, way, I played at a wedding this, before. The score is amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just so great. It's just like every, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Beautiful. And then, and then he runs the gate. He tells her he loves her, and then, uh, and then security takes him out because he's not allowed to be there. And. Oh, but- uh, you forgot one of the best parts, which is he tries to, he like, they get super far into the airport and then he tries to go in, but he doesn't have a boarding pass. So the man's like, bro, you cannot enter. And Liam Neeson's like, okay, son, come here. And then Mr. Bean shows up. Mr. Bean distracts the guy. (laughs) And Mr. Bean's like, oh, let me look for my boarding pass. I'm going to take off my hat. I'm going to take off my coat. I'm going to take off my scarf. I'm going to take off my other thing and like gives the, and then he's like, okay, Sam, this is your chance. And Sam just sprints out and it's awesome. It's so awesome. And I will say very impressive that Sam knew how to navigate Heathrow airport at a full sprint because when a full sprint is expensive, I would not have been able to do that. Even if it was truly any airport, like I know he knew what gate Joanna was in. So it's not that, but just every time that I get into an airport, I'm like, oh, no, you go? still have to like read the signs and stuff. And he also was just sprinting the whole time. He was, was sprinting like, aggressively because people were sprinting after him. And then also um, very empty on Christmas Eve. I think airports tend to be pretty full on Christmas Eve and then empty on Christmas. It was Christmas oh, Eve. Probably, probably pretty, uh, pretty packed. I'm guessing, yeah. but he was just like the only person running after her. And then also it's pretty dramatic that she'd have a flight to catch immediately after a performance. 
But you know, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just it's it's the way it is. It's the way it's it is. It's the excitement of the movie. You know, it's just it's exciting. the excitement of the movie. I think oh. I, th- I think the thing is, all these nitpicks are things you think about when you talk about the movie. But when you're in the movie, you're just like ah, and then you're just kind of in the yeah, whole. Yeah, no, it's so it's so. Yeah. And then it's so sweet. And she comes back out. Like he, the security takes him out, and then she comes out of her gate, which also probably unrealistic but like we love to give it him a smooch. we love to see it to give him a little smooch on the cheek you're just like apparently that was it. her first kiss oh. like the actresses you're just like oh. oh this is adorable like it's just very pure it's know? very it's very pure it's very pure again it makes no sense because you'd have to go back through security and they were the last people on the plane so yeah the plane's it doesn't probably make taking sense out. but yeah but everyone else on the plane is like come on <laughs> holding trying to get to America. they're holding up the plane for this girl to have her first kiss um Aww. honestly understandable i would do the same thing but yeah it's it's great it's it's pure it's adorable that kid is in the queen's gambit which i love yeah also maze runner yeah, and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And honestly, I will always think of him as Sam from Love Actually. He's he's 100% Sam from Love Actually. Um, couple fun facts about that storyline since I did research as well. I'm glad that you did. I don't know if you caught these things. Um, so they originally had the All I Want for Christmas um, dubbed by like an actual singer but the actress had such a good voice that they decided to keep her voice in it. And then it actually sounds a little more like a kid. See, it, it, it sounds a little more like a kid singing, but it sounds like a professional child singing. She's, yeah, she's, she's unreal. She starts I mean, singing and you're like, holy moly. You're like, what's you know? happening? That, that girl can sing. And apparently, which I don't know if I believe this, but I just saw it online a few times at different sources. They said that, they like the producers were like, "Oh, you sing it more like a kid would." Like she sang it too well, you know. Uh, and yeah. then, then she became a voice actress and worked for Phineas and Ferb, which I think is funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Good for her. Um, yeah, and then and then Claudia Schiffer was paid three hundred thousand dollars for her cameo for her like her like her like thirty Damn. seconds in the movie. Yeah, they like, really needed her in this movie, and they, and they settled on $300,000. That is bonkers to me, also because I don't know if this is bad, but I did not know who she was or is. I'm like, yeah. who is Claudia Schiffer? I she mean, was it's a just model a that, at the time. Yeah, it's just like not a name that rings a bell for me, so it's funny to me that they paid $300,000 to her. But yeah. also, you know... Yeah, you know, prop props on her. her for getting that dough. Yeah, get that, get that cash. Get Claudia. that money, girl. Get that yeah, money, Claudia. Exactly. Um, get yeah. the money, run, Claudia. <laughs> get out of there. No, no, see, you are Claudia. Um, <laughs> just Josephine. Josephine doesn't. Know. <laughs> just you. Uh, <laughs> um, what would be like your next favorite storyline in this movie? Um, so, kind of like conflicting emotions about this one, but. I would say Karen and Harry. So Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. No, no. I I, I would and, I would pick them here too. And I, I will say so far. Yeah, so far they are. I would say because Karen is just the best the best, period. You know, she's just like the best mom, like a great wife, like always doing the most, just like 
putting on such a cheerful face. And meanwhile, her husband is flirting with his secretary who his secretary is being incredibly like forward, like talking to him, like putting things in her mouth, opening her legs. It's just really like, (laughs) Whoa, that's so unprofessional. But (laughs) (laughs) and like, like, yeah, Alan Rickman like buys, they go like Christmas shopping together as parents to get gifts. And he like sneaks off to get a necklace for his secretary. And Mr. Bean is behind the counter. And Mr. Bean's like, you want a gift wrapped? And he's like, yeah, but make it quick. And then it's just like the most hilarious scene where he's putting like pieces of rosemary and like dried tulip flowers and like all this stuff into it. And basically, yeah. And then he ends up buying the necklace, but then when they get home, they put their coats away and then Karen finds the necklace and she looks at it and she gets this moment of like, aw, you know, a little happiness. I do want to just, I do want to just pop in here and say it's a really ugly necklace. I a hundred percent agree. I wouldn't want that necklace. I wouldn't want that necklace either. And also it's, but I guess it's the thought. 220 pounds. I mean, it was expensive. Like if you're going to buy a necklace for your secretary, like, I don't know, hundred pound cap. Maybe that's, Maybe that's too fruit. Maybe he's like, uh, actually, I don't know how much they make. I take that statement back. Well, I think how much money you want, but make it a prettier necklace. Well, yeah, know? make it a prettier necklace. Uh, probably don't spend that much money on, on your affair. But I think, I think the idea with the price is that he's really serious about this girl. Like that's supposed to be like, wow. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to buy this, this expensive, ugly necklace for my secretary and get my wife a scarf and a Joni Mitchell CD. Yeah. Like, okay. Honestly, but, I I defend the Joni Mitchell CD. You should just also get her jewelry. But I, I defend the yeah, Joni yeah. Mitchell okay. CD. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I don't think anything's it's wrong the fake with that. Out. It's just the comparison. It's the, it's comparison, the fake out. Right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So then she so, opens, she sees a square package under the tree. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's my necklace. I'm and stoked to get necklace, that thing. Because the necklace came in a box that he had in his, he had yeah. in his jacket. So when Which she opens, I would have thought the same thing if I were her. It's exactly what you'd think. Same size, uh, same feel, but... She opens it. Yep. And this is Joni Mitchell CD. Or, like, complete works. So it's, like, a good, you know... It, Great present. But... But it's not the necklace. It's and not And then the necklace. question is, who has the necklace? And she knows, because at the holiday party... Okay, also, yeah, at the holiday party, the secretary and Alan Rickman were, like, dancing. And the secretary's wearing this devil outfit, and you're like, okay, lady. For no apparent reason, except for the fact that maybe she is the devil. Just kidding. I don't think that. But she shows up in devil horns to a holiday party. Like, that's weird, girl. You're three months late. That's for Halloween. You know? Like, don't do that. <laughs> Why, Why, do that? Why are you wearing that? And everyone else there, like, looks nice. And she's like, I'm going to wear double horns. I have a theory about this. Okay. So, so Rowan Atkinson in, in the first draft was originally... Well, I think they actually shot it this way and then edited it out. Edited it out. Edited it out. That's such a they sound. They edited They edited it out. Did they did it? Did they did it? Yes, they did it. Yes, they did it. 
So, anyways, Rowan Atkinson was originally supposed to be like an angel, like a literal angel, which makes a lot of sense how he'd like know to stall that the how, how, how he'd like know to stall the airport security, and then also why he wouldn't want Alan Rickman oh. to buy the necklace. Like he's purposefully stalling such that he yeah, doesn't that do the sense. wrong thing. And then I the just, secretary, what's up? I just learned that Mr. Bean's name is Rowan Atkinson. Oh. <laughs> I've been calling him Mr. Bean. All good. All good. People know who you're talking about. Rowan Atkinson is Mr. Bean. And then, um, but that could explain why the secretary is like cartoonishly evil. Like she's really uh, not, I see. not it's like, written well. Cause it's like the devil and the angel kind of thing. Not written well. It's, slightly unbelievable well she's like she's just like frightening and and then like i and 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 and, and like the shot of like the inside of her apartment was all it looked like it it looked like she worked in the red light district or something (laughs) like like all purple (laughs) lights and shit and she's all like hanging out in there like (laughs) i was like no one lives like that but um that could explain why she's like cartoonishly devilish yeah, that contrasts makes Rowan Atkinson's angel. Yeah, I see it. And also, like, she's just something different in the movie, you know? True. She's just something different. True. So I think I think what 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 comes down to this story what what like it comes down to with the storyline is Alan Rickman's fine in it. The secretary is like just just kind of like a plot device basically yeah more than anything it's emma thompson's acting she's by far the best performance in the she shines through um i mean god like that's just one of those scenes that you think about with this movie is just like her crying to Joni mitchell in her bedroom thinking about the relationship that they had oh my god it's so brutal it's yeah it's so apparently that scene or like she channeled, I guess she was cheated on in real life. Mm. And so she was channeling that heartbreak and like the crying was unscripted. And she's just listening to Joey Mitchell. She starts crying and she, but she's such an impressive woman, you know, this character, because she's like crying, you know, she excuses herself, cries for like, you know, takes like a minute or two, like honestly not long. She's like, oh, get ready. We're going to go to the show. And then cries to Joni Mitchell and then like adjusts the bed cover for some reason that like moment really does it for me because she's just it feels like she's the glue that holds that whole family together you know she's really like carrying it all and she's so hurt and just having a shit time and she's like well I'm you know this like she's still gonna be strong and be the glue you know and it's just very impressive and it makes you want to punch her husband in the face and yeah, and Alan Rickman is intentionally a very punchable person in most of his movies. That's part of what makes him a great actor. Um, yeah. I love the man, but he plays very punchable characters frequently. He does. And also in the movie, it's like, is he even happy? You know, like, he definitely seems like the type of man who's, like, not fulfilled or, like, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely doesn't seem fulfilled in anything that he really... He, he just seems yeah. kind of empty. I actually don't... I. I I, I I used to like him in this movie. I on this rewatch, um, I didn't love him in the movie that much. What do you mean, like the the actor or just the character? The performance. 
Yeah. I, especially the scene where she, she breaks it to him um, after the concert. And she's like, so if you realize that your husband yeah. got a Netflix for a Netflix. <laughs> got a Netflix account for someone. <laughs> got a necklace for someone else. Um, like, what would you do if you were in my shoes? And he just kind of goes, oh, man. Like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. that was it. <laughs> like, swipe or no swiping. Oh, man. <laughs> swipe or no swiping. No you got me. You caught me this time. <laughs> No, why that came uh, yeah that's true and then the kids show up and they don't talk about it but i yeah. like that scene because it's like yeah you get yours emma thompson you know like you tell him i like the him. way he handled it i just felt like the way he handled his end of that scene was was odd and it wasn't yeah. just like odd from a character perspective it was like it was an odd performance choice like the way he just kind of goes like i'm an idiot and you're like, okay, like, are you going to, like, you know, are you going to take this seriously or not? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel that. Seemed odd. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I mean, like, my point is that, like, Emma Thompson is that storyline, I think. And, and she's, like, yes, the best performance in the movie. And it's the first, I agree. It's, it's the first time I saw, I saw nudity in a movie, but it's also the first time I just saw, like, an amazing performance. It's the one thing I remember about this from seeing it when I was young too was just like like I was like oh my god like I've never seen someone like act like that yeah she really just carries it yeah I mean it's it's yeah she's the great part of that trio and then the other two are just also there the other two are just also there yeah um speaking of just like inappropriate things about this movie I just want to touch on it briefly Alan Alan Rickman Calls Laura Linney into his office to go like, hey, yeah. so uh, so you have a crush on your coworker. You're gonna ask him out, you know? And then and then I think and he's the boss supposedly. He's like the boss, and she's that. and like makes her admit her like her like crush, yeah. like office crush, and she's like, does everyone know? He's like, yeah, everyone knows. You're gonna like ask him out and make a move. <laughs> and it's like, and she's like, like, right, I'm on it. Terrific. Thanks, boss. You can't, Goodbye. you can't like <laughs> suggest I, at first when, when I was younger, I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. He's like, he's like asking about her. He's like asking his like employees about their love life. I'm like, that's kind of, you're like, come on. And then, and then you start working and you're like, oh my God, I would be horrified yeah, if my if, boss pulled yeah. me aside to talk about those sorts of things. Kind of like make you admit your crush. It's not even like it came up naturally or like she suggested it. It's just like he forces it out of her. Anyways, just just throwing it out there. Not a not a great workplace environment. Just overall, in, like, yeah, yeah, overall. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not even sure what they do. Is it ever clarified what they do? They're just no, in the I have office, no idea. But and they're like, oh, work. work, gotta do work. I'm up, yeah, I'm in late doing like, work. Stay late. <laughs> doing work she's working she's working uh what's working what's wait wait is it my turn it's my turn yeah it's your turn it's my turn your turn to to pick a pick another player um let's see if we're gonna stay on track i don't i'm not mm, sure what my next pair is so i i think the top three are the easiest i i I think 
Yeah. I think like the top three are very essential. Well, honestly, I'm a little bit surprised that none of us picked Hugh Grant. I think that's my next pick. Yeah, that makes sense for a next pick. I was I was gonna go like Dark Horse, um, like the Martin Freeman couple. That's what I was gonna say. I was thinking I love about them. that, but then I but think they don't like, really show up enough in the movie to like have a good grip on. You know, it's like. They're definitely one of the... They get the least screen time, I feel they like. They get very them. little screen time. But I just... I, I, I think they're really funny and very just... Like, super charming. Um, yeah. Very I, cute. Very cute. Like, very innocent, which kind of contrasts against against the crazies. I won't talk about the thing that I'm not picking. Uh, the thing okay. that I'm picking is Hugh Grant. I think if there is, like, a central character in this story, it's probably Hugh Grant. Probably. Uh, he's probably like, the most central. Um, also, just in regards to like when people take scenes of the movie, they always, not always, but a lot of times pick the scene where Hugh Grant is dancing. Yeah, which he, <laughs> like, he apparently didn't he, do. Yeah, he didn't like it at all. He didn't want to do it because he's just like, why would a prime minister dance around honestly, fair, the place? Fair uh, very Hugh Grant, fair, Hugh but- Grant. But super fun scene in the movie. Super fun scene, super iconic. Um, super iconic. But I totally understand where he's coming from. Um, the kind of like impassioned England speech is fun, yeah. where he stands up to the yeah. president. He's like, "No, we will hold our ground." And blah blah blah. And you're like, we "Okay." Got David Beckham's left foot, and yeah, and right we've foot. also got oh. his right foot. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I I was thinking this. Kind of like I saw the movie and then like Tony Blair, who was the prime minister at the time, like had the same thing where he's like, of course, like we'd want to do that as like prime minister, but you can't because you have to like, you have to have like relations with the US. You can't just like tell off the president on a, in front of a press conference. Um, but fun scene. Um it's kind of messed up the way he fires her. It's just, it's pretty messed up, but... Um, it isn't also, honestly, inappropriate because, I mean, he basically seems to fire her because the U.S. president, like, makes a pass at her, and they're just, like, he walks back into the room, and they're standing really close together. The president's, like, holding her hair or something weird. But she doesn't look... Like, He's kind of talking into her ear. Yeah, you tell yeah, instantly Yeah, yeah. Like, she not... looks very uncomfortable. Like, you can tell that she is not about it. And then... Yeah. And then he's like, nope, can't do it anymore. Yeah, and then gets her can't fired her from her job. Yeah, gets her fired from her job, you know, at 10 Downing Street, which is a big deal. I don't yeah, know where she although, moved to. It does, like, it is good because it would be kind of inappropriate for them to be dating i think in the house so now it's like at least they could pursue a relationship this is true type of you know but but we're linings here but workplace harassment doesn't seem to be an issue in the world of low actually so no and also the amount of people in 10 on 10 10 downing street who like talk about her ass you're like oh you know She's yeah. got, like, his assistant says that. And it's, like, that's so inappropriate. Like, what the f- is wrong with people? Well, yeah, it, it's... I, it's I just think not professional. It's, like, they're... It's not professional. They have professional... No. <laughs> if, if they were friends, it'd be fine. But, I mean, that's different, you know? 
but like, also you wouldn't mention that like to the prime minister that. either like you might yeah, say it to like a coworker so, on your level oh you mean the one with a the big ass it's weird yeah exactly it's weird um for sure it's i think i think the thing with this movie is um it's not really a real world and i think no it I is think, not a real world i think you just kind of like sometimes need to accept the thing that it is which is a big fantasy where a bunch of people find love and it's fun i think it exists in a weird world where i think like emma thompson's character is super grounded like very very real yeah and then very obviously her emotions i think i think the storyline that we have talked about the least which is actually a pretty big part of the movie is the boy that heads to america to have sex with the with the four women and i mean obviously that's that's like a crate like like it's 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 not even like trying to show like three-dimensional female characters it's it's just yeah, it's just leaning into being hilarious it's just leaning into it which which it honestly works a little better when they lean more into it because it doesn't look like bad writing it's it's meant to be that you can criticize what they're trying to do but it's it's hilarious and january jones has a cameo funny january jones is in it that's great of mad men fame yeah which i didn't realize when i was young really funny (laughs) this is colin he's from england (laughs) they just go around they're like how do you say this how do you say this? Glass. Glass. Ha 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 ha. Bottle. Bottle. Ha 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 ha. You know, and then it's just they do other. How do you say this? Table. T- oh, that one's the same. Was, they're just saying words in American English and then British English. And like, that's what they're doing. To, and drinking beer. And it's funny. It's so adorable. Um, probably not adorable, but it's hilarious. Like, when I go to Milwaukee, I'm just going to show up and be like, hello, I'm from Britain. And then, you know, all these American boys are going to fall in love with me. That's that's the goal. That's my plan. That's the goal. And I'll be a like, of- just kidding, I'm a girl from <laughs> California. A bunch of American boys who all sleep naked at the same bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <he's like>, yes. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Yeah, and, and so I think this movie exists in a weird world where where um, you've got really grounded storylines and you've got really ridiculous storyline. I mean, like after you see Emma Thompson at home, you're like, well, obviously like the prime minister wouldn't act like that. But obviously if it's like a crazy comedy, he's allowed to act like that. Is this this making any sense? Like, I feel like you can become critical kind of like you're looking at the parts that seem real. Well, it is a rom-com at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. It's not like I don't. I have never seen a serious rom com. I don't think. Well, yeah, it would just be like a rom drum. Oh, it would be a rom drum. Like the notebook. Like the notebook is a rom drum. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so but exactly different. Is that a word, by the way? Did I just come up with like a great term? I think you did. Because like well, that's actually, awesome. I've never heard it before. It's a great term. Anyways, I'm gonna start using anyways, that more. I do. I do know what you're saying. And I think that we've got a spectrum, right? Because right. we've got, like, Emma Thompson, very grounded. We've got Colin out in Milwaukee, kind of like, LOL, that's not going to happen. 
And then we've got the in-betweens. Like Hugh Grant is kind of more on Colin's end because he's just a little bit inappropriate. And then we've got, like, I think Bill Nye and his manager, I feel like that's a little bit more grounded. Like, I can kind of see that scenario happening. Yeah. And they've got Laura Linney and her brother, and it's very frustrating, but you're like, you know, maybe I could see that happening too. If you've got a sibling who really needs a lot of attention and help and you don't go to therapy and you can't process those emotions, then you're going to have a hard time sleeping with your really hot coworker. But I, hate, have, I hated that shit. Like, I was so... Who doesn't hate that? Driving You're just, me like, crazy. yelling at your TV while that's happening. You're li- I was literally yelling at the TV. And by the way, I watched it with my whole family. And they, they, they were all yelling. They, they, they were talking through this whole movie. I don't even know how I processed what was happening. But yeah, we just paused that's what they a do. lot. Yeah. That, we paused it for random scenes. Like, in, um, in uh, one scene, like, at someone's house... They're just having frosted flakes. And it's so funny because the frosted flakes are clearly like in the middle of the table. It seems like a sponsored yeah, frosted yeah, like, flakes ad. And I was like, no, oh, I've never noticed that before. Because like, why would I? <laughs> I never watch movies that closely. Yeah, you know? no, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but that that that's one where you just do hate to see it. I, 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 th- I think if we were drafting characters instead, I think that the Bill Nighy character would probably be like kind of the first like three or four picks just on like a character standpoint yeah well i think honestly as a duo they're very like endearing you know because like they just went through it all together but they don't like bill nye's character doesn't really appreciate his manager for what his manager does and like all the companionship yeah. But they have together because he's so obsessed with his rock and roll lifestyle of like, haha, like girls and drugs. And, you know, and I was like, boy, are girls and drugs what it's about? Maybe it's about. Maybe it's about your friendships they made along the way. Yeah. It's very like. Lord of the Ringsy or something. I like it. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I don't. I, just, I guess I just like. I'm sort of like okay with the conclusion of that story. I don't love the conclusion, but just like all the interviews you get with him along the way are just like, they're so great. Like I love. Yeah. Kind of like, he's just like trashing his own, his like own hit song all the time. He's just like, this is just total shit and whatever. And, and then when he tells kids to do drugs on the on the on the top of the pops or whatever it's just yeah well he's like kids don't do drugs Become don't a buy star. drugs and they, yeah don't buy drugs and they give them to you for free like ah cut them off yeah so great so great also the scene where like a, one of their last scenes together and he goes to his manager's place instead of being at like some party and he's trying to tell him like how he feels he's like the thing that i realized is like i love you and he does this thing with his hands where he looks like he's about to play the guitar yeah and it's just like it's just really funny you know Um, what's fun is my dad and sister saw him at a restaurant in new york and no one else noticed that he was there. And as he left, he like gave them finger guns. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. But my dad was so excited. Oh my god, 
That's so that that's so fun. It's very fun. <laughs> I I would have been like so excited too. I feel like that's exactly what he'd do. Um, that's so that's so nice to know that he'd do exactly what you'd want him to do. Yeah, I'm at a restaurant. Um, does Matilda want to make a guest appearance <laughs> and give I will, any thoughts? I'll check in. Matilda, do you want? Do you want to just wanna, like pop on and make a guest appearance? Should I? Can I take out my headphones or is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Up no, 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 that's fine. Look, here's our dog. <gasps> Where? That's that's blanket. that's a pink blanket. Oh, there's your dog under the blanket. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Aww. Hi, Matilda. Ethan, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Um, I just figured since you were in the room, I didn't know if you had any like. Uh, thoughts of love actually that you like to contribute at the I end of this podcast. I have lots of thoughts. What have you guys talked about? We've kind of like talked about our favorite storylines, like which is that I think we've been talking for like an hour ten already or something. Yeah, that's like that. kind of crazy because I was like, crazy. oh, we're not going to talk for that long, but it just you know. I know yeah, we're going to talk about, but I guess we talked throughout the whole movie, so there's plenty. Of- yeah, there's like plenty to talk about in the movie. What's what's your favorite storyline in this? Is it is it does it match up with ours? Um, I think my favorite is Colin Firth and Aurelia. I yeah. Yeah. But I think that was ours as well. It's the most like, it's just happy. Like there's nothing really sad about that storyline except yeah. for that they can't understand each other. It's which pure. doesn't seem to be an issue, you know? <laughs> yeah. What they like portray, so. Yeah, it's true. They just kind of like talk to each other and then somehow know exactly what they're saying um it, it, it is there anything tell like i'm assuming that you've seen this a bunch as well um is there anything weird that you noticed this watch that you hadn't noticed before we're talking a little bit about the frosted flakes i don't know if there's like anything else that <laughs> the thing that like we both talked about is not and every other time that i've watched the movie i thought the scene where the best friend like holds up the signs for his friend's mm-hmm. wife. I forgot all of their names, but I used to think that was like really sad, like a cute and sad scene, but like heartwarming. And now I'm like, that's weird that he did that. Like, yeah, that's his creepy. best friend's wife. I just feel like in real life, I would think that's such a selfish thing to do. And this time I didn't think it was cute anymore, but every other time I watched it, I've been like, oh, poor guy. Like he's just it's in t- love. It's definitely not my favorite part of the movie. We haven't actually talked about that yet. So he he shoots a wedding video. Why would he why would he film this? Is he is he like planning on returning to It's a little bit like do you not expect that they're going to want to watch their own wedding video? That's weird. Yeah. Why the would you just of her face like so zoomed so in. Weird. It's not even her whole face. It's like just her eyes to her mouth. Oh, I'll tell you something that I noticed this watch. As he's going to the shelf to take the, the what's it called? The VHS off the shelf. The one that's showing on the outside is Rear Window, which is all about kind of stalking and watching people and sort of staring oh, at Oh, that's a good note. Yeah, actually, I never would have noticed that. So that's kind of crazy. That's I just why you're the that. best person either. But honestly, that makes hey. sense because... He's kind of like, that was a creepy video. Can you imagine going to your husband's best friend's house that you like never talk to and she thinks that he doesn't like her? 
she's like, you never talked to me. And then he has taken a wedding video for the two of you that's just of your face. Like, it's that a, would be so spooky. It's a very cringy scene. It is really cringy. Also, like, it's one of those cameras that, that like, has the little pop-out screen. Is someone just, like, watching him take a... Well, actually, oh, oh, so Laura Linney does say something. She's like, you look like you're in love because you're taking, oh, like, yeah. up-close videos of their faces. <laughs> yeah, she, she asks if he's in love with the group. Which makes sense because she was like turned and he was like zoomed in on the faces. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but she could tell that he was like in love. Oh, another, another fun fact. That scene where they do like all you need is love and all the, th- all the little things pop up with the horns and stuff. That was based so on. So adorable. So adorable. That was based yeah. on Jim Henson's funeral. Sorry. Where um, all the people on the Muppets brought their Muppets along and yeah. like popped up and said little things in the crowd. And Richard Curtis, who wrote this movie attended that funeral and thought it was cute and thought this was like a nice little homage to him. And that's that really thing. cute. That is really sweet. Isn't honestly. that adorable? So yeah. cute. Also. Oh, something we noticed this time around was in the funeral for Liam Neeson's wife, Sam's mother. Yeah. Um, they are playing that song, Bye Bye Baby. Yeah. And, and then it, it transitions into the wedding where they're also playing that song. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow. That was a good transition. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Funeral to a wedding. Emotions. Emotions. Emotions, emotions. If you wanted a, uh, you know, catchphrase for this movie, it would be emotions, emotions. Emotions, emotions. emotions. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Um, Tyler, like I'm looking through the notes that you texted me last night. I forgot you texted them to me. You hit most real. So how you said most realistic poinsettia ever, not sexy. What is this? We took so long yesterday trying to decipher what she was trying to say when she types that but for context for anyone who's <laughs> listening i was taking audio notes oh i what i really wanted to say was most realistic porn set ever question mark not sexy period because uh, it wasn't but mm-hmm. it auto-corrected to poinsettia which is hilarious that that is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> also, poinsettia poinsettia I love it. This makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah. I didn't send you. It took us a while to like. You you had a similar thought about the wedding that I did, which is like, are the friends, the trombone, would would you not notice these strangers that are just sitting in the wedding pews holding like trombones and shit? Like, how are they, uh, how are they doing that? Like what's. what's Well, it's either they hired musicians, which makes sense, but then they notice. Which wouldn't, yeah, it seems more probable. Wouldn't they notice that they don't know those people in the audience? Yeah. <laughs> all the wedding guests sit down, they're like, insanely good at all these instruments. And like I, having them just under their legs in the pew? Or? Yeah, like some of those are big instruments. Where are they storing them? I have a feeling that they were hired, but it does seem odd like if you were looking out onto the crowd and you saw like maybe a third of the faces you just didn't know 
That would be concerning. What are you here for? You'd be like, why are you here? Like, yeah. Like, did I pay for you? Wedding crashers. Yeah, it's honestly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so there's that. Uh, I was thinking the same thing this time. Uh, What else were you thinking about? Any thoughts on the movie, you two? Uh, Matilda, since since you're since you're new to the podcast, thanks for yeah, popping we, on. By the way, this is very yeah, fun. Yeah, no problem. I feel like we talked so much yesterday, and I like can't remember what we talked about. This is very fair. But I think, in terms of favorite storylines, Hugh Grant and the woman that like brings him food, or yeah, what is what is her job? That's also a good question. Like, what does she do? Because she's obviously very disposable. Because he was like. Can you just move her somewhere else for a while? She yeah. brings some food. I think I think she just kind of <laughs> is like a, a <laughs> helper around. Yeah, <laughs> I, love I love that line that she walks in and he's like, "Oh, oh." And then Denise um at the at the end at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, Denise, Denise Richards. Richards oh, shows up. Real Housewives. Yeah, she shows up as like. Yeah, one she's of on the Real Housewives now. I forgot about that. Yeah, she, well, not anymore. Ooh. Ooh. I, wait, 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 wait. Pause and Love Actually. Love guys, guys, guys. What's, what's the drama with her on Real Housewives? She just, like, has a horrible husband, honestly. The way they portray it is, like, her husband is horrible, and they're, like, and they also, like, everyone. maybe crazy. Yeah. And, and like, like, all this I weird hear, like, technology. angry guy. Angry, like, anger. Like, uh-oh, I'm worried. So they kicked her off. No, like so they kicked her off the show. Storm, they've been storming out and just. What was the thing though? Like she had a threesome with another. Oh yeah, she like had all the housewives Housewife? over for dinner, and then they started talking about threesomes, and then she was like, "Not in front of my kids," and her kids are like fifteen. <laughs> and then she there was another scene where she asked her daughter about it, like, "What did you hear?" And then her daughter was like, "LOL, mom, you guys were talking about threesomes, but we don't care." And then she yeah. basically made the whole. They made the whole rest of the season about it. It was very about how, about how they talked about about how they talked about threesomes. Yeah, because also Denise Richards like talked about like giving happy endings. Yeah, but she also like, had a threesome with Brandy. Remember? Oh or, yeah. Or like had hooked oh, up yeah. with Brandy, who's another one of the housewives. Wait, wait, two of the housewives hooked up? I guess so. Wow, I need to watch the show. But then, Josephine was saying when we saw, I was like, "Oh my god, this Real Housewife is Denise Richards." That was she Denise was like, Richards. Damn, she's really like gone down. Yeah, that was her peak. <laughs> like two thousand three. No, she was like a huge deal at the time. I think I I I, th- I, I think she really hit her peak in like the mid nineties um, with like dangerous okay, yeah, but then animals. Love or Actually something. was on the way down. Oh boy. Yeah, and then Although now she's a now she's a housewife, which is crazy. Pretty good way down for Martin Freeman. Apparently, love. It was like his third feature-length wow. film. Ooh, yeah, that makes sense because he he was pretty up and coming. I haven't seen that girl in a lot of things. I, I I think they caught a lot of actors on like the upswing of their career, which is really impressive. So yeah, we talked a bit about that. I I think we've kind of just as any any uh, any final thoughts. Uh, not not for me. I don't think so. Well, I mean, final thoughts like it's a great movie. Watch it every single year. Yeah. Love is all around. 
And the scenes at Heathrow Airport are super sweet. And life is messy and full of lots of emotions, but it's also full of lots of happiness. And it's just love is actually all around. Is that what you say? Yeah. Love actually, love actually is. is all around. Yeah, otherwise it'd be called love is, and I guess that's not as <laughs> Love is isn't as great of a title. Love is emotions, emotions. <laughs> love is emotions, emotions. I love it. Um, well, I love you both. I'm very happy to have you two in my life. Oh, um, I love you. Oh. Oh. Um, I usually have my guests wrap up by um, saying a quote that they love from a movie and character. Oh, God. Um, so. <laughs> really spring the us. Okay. Wait, like Sometimes. any movie? It can be any. It can be love, actually. People, about half the people to the movie that we talk about. Oh, I've got a good one I can do with you. I'm going to text it to you, okay? Okay. Um, so why don't you do Colin? I'll do Colin. Mm-hmm. And what do you do, Nancy? I'm a cook. Ever do weddings? Uh, yes, I do. They should have asked you to do this one. They did. God, I wish you hadn't turned it down. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Oh, man. Well, it it was great chatting with you again. Um, I hope after lockdown lifts, we can hang out in the backyard more and and, um, have more amazing cocktails. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag, and I will see you next week.